Hey, it's Caitlin. Hey, it's Abigail. Welcome Welcome to to The Gutsy Gutsy Truth. We believe that change is easier when you are not alone. Through practical advice, personal stories, and expert insights, we offer strategies, empowerment, and a supportive community for you to turn to for guidance and motivation on your journey to living your best life. Let's dive in. Welcome everybody to another episode of The Gutsy Truth. It's Abigail and Caitlin, and we are so excited for today. Um, today, you just get the two of us. Um, yeah. We haven't done that in a while, so um, you got got a little break from a third person, but we've got some really cool stuff to talk about today. So Caitlin and I actually had a really cool opportunity um, a little while ago to chat with a Division One NCAA women's athletic program mm-hmm. at a Texas University and we had the opportunity to tell these girls um, like things we wish we would have known when we were in college, which mm-hmm. is 10 years ago, Ta- Caitlin. <laughs> why do you have to bring that up, Abigail? Well, perspective. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was 10 years ago. Caitlin and I were graduating college. That's crazy. Um, and so we wanted to kind of talk to them a little bit about everything in life, not mm-hmm. only just health and wellness, but about um, like life advice we've learned since not being in, you know, being out in the real world because yeah. it's totally different from college life. Um, so we're going to go through that list with everyone today. Mm-hmm. So this is the five things we would tell our younger selves mm-hmm. um, and things we totally wish someone would have told us. Exactly. Um, that would have saved us a lot of headache and heartache and trial and error of life. Mm-hmm. But I think at the same time, there's so much growth and learning and all that too. Absolutely. Um, so hopefully we can help somebody, whether you're in college or out of college or well beyond college or high school, it doesn't matter whatever age range you're at. I think this is great advice for everybody to hear at any point in their life. Exactly. Yeah. So you ready to kick this off? Let's do it. Okay. So number one, what you put into your body matters. Yes. So yeah, <laughs> done. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so if you are a regular here on the gutsy truth, you know, we've talked a lot about health and wellness, mental health, emotional health, and physical health. Mm-hmm. And if you're new here, welcome. Um, but we really like to highlight that everything we've learned in our health journeys. So this, this, what you put into your body matters is not just like food and exercise or right. movement. Well, I think most people are going to probably assume from this, but we are talking food, any kind of products you use. So Mm -hmm. beauty products, cleaning products, you name it. We're talking about it. Your mental thoughts. Yep. I feel like that's kind of redundant mental thoughts, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Um, stress and sleep are kind of like the subcategories of this one. Um, so I think we're going to kick it off with food first. Yeah. 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 Um, so food, Caitlin. Yeah. So I feel like it's something that we've talked about a lot here on the podcast, but we believe that food is medicine. And I think, and (laughs) I think our personal um, health journeys have been um, a great example of that. um, And just what we've learned and how we've been able to heal our body and honestly just feel better by um, eating real food. That has been such a, it might seem simple. Um, oh, just, you know, eat better food, but it has really truly been transformative for both of us. And one of the things that I think is really important to talk about this is just focusing on whole foods. Mm-hmm. Um, as simple as like when you're going to the grocery store, like focus on purchasing the food that is along the perimeter of the grocery store. That's where yes. you're going to find your produce, your meats, your eggs, the the real food that doesn't have added ingredients that not made in a laboratory, <laughs> not made in a laboratory <laughs> and not, um, 
not but with, like made by a company that spends millions and millions of dollars on marketing because when yeah. was the last time that you saw a commercial advertising apples I don't think ever <laughs> right exactly <laughs> or like here's some spinach like yeah that's not no. that's not they don't have to spend marketing dollars on that and there's a reason behind that because they can make a ton of money by processing these foods that aren't necessarily nutritious for you at all yeah, but they have the money to um, afford these big marketing campaigns. So just focusing on the real foods that mm-hmm. you don't have to flip over and read the ingredients on, um, because I know sometimes when you're looking at ingredients, like it can be overwhelming of like, what am I supposed to look for? What am I? What am I trying to avoid? All that kind of stuff. So if you're just focusing on your your the foods around the perimeter of the grocery store, that's a great way mm-hmm. to start. Just focusing on real food. Yeah. Um, and to me, it can just like simplify that process. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. Uh, because if you start, you know, if you like Caitlin, and I've gone gluten-free, dairy-free, and I know we're going to do a deep dive into our, like some tips and tricks on that at some point. But like, if you start trying to find everything that's gluten-free or dairy-free or egg-free or soy-free or whatever, if you need, if you have some dietary restrictions, it gets so overwhelming to mm-hmm. like sit there and read the ingredients. Okay. Well, what is this? Are these even good ingredients? And right. I don't even know, but if you just kind of almost cut all of that out and just be like, okay, I'm going to eat things that are a, there's only one ingredient. There's only one ingredient to an apple, an apple. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's only one ingredient to eggs, eggs, right. you know, and, or things that are like, I would, I think the rule of thumb is kind of like five or less. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like bread obviously takes a couple of ingredients to make bread, but real bread doesn't have, but like three or four ingredients tops. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it's just so helpful. Like Caitlin said, just to out shop that perimeter of your grocery store. And, um, shockingly, uh, this is a big stigma too. People are like, well, it's so expensive to eat healthy, but when you really start cutting out all the processed stuff, you actually lower your grocery bill to some degree. Um, because then it's just real food that you're eating all the time. And then you get really creative on, you know, what works and doesn't work for you as far as like meal prepping and all that kind of stuff. And then you just like, you kind of have a, um, this great repetitive grocery list that you Mm -hmm. can easily rely on. And I listened to a podcast lately and I'm hoping we have this lady on one day, but she talked about decision fatigue Mm -hmm. and I want to apply that to the grocery store. And so it's like, and her theory was like the, the the fewer decisions you have to make throughout the day, the higher quality those decisions become. Mm -hmm. And it just frees up your brain space to do other things. Right. And so like this thing, if you literally just think I'm just going to shop the perimeter and I'm going to get produce, meat, you know, maybe bread or whatever, like very simple categories. How much easier would that be? (laughs) Like, you know, just like how to meal plan and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, food is incredibly important. And I know we've harped on it a lot and talked about it a lot, but we are walking billboards of what food can do for your body in terms of healing. And so it's something we will preach from the mountaintops until the day that we can't preach anymore, because like it is so important for us and our health journeys and our spouses and our families and so many people and friends that we've touched. Mm-hmm. And it is so incredible, the power of food, because um, your body wants to heal. You just have to get out of the way and give it the correct tools to do so. Exactly. And the last thing I'll add about food in general, because this was a question we got when we talked to these athletes was that, well, it's, you know, it's always more expensive, right? But mm-hmm. you get that you, sometimes you think, oh, I'm going to start eating healthy. So I'm going to start buying these protein bars and protein powder and all that different stuff. And if when you have that approach, not only most of those products 
have a ton of ingredients or a ton of added sugar and different gums and things like that that aren't good to eat. Right. But if you if you put the money towards fruits and vegetables and and you know protein and things like that as opposed to a processed bar, energy mm-hmm. bar, like your money's going to go a lot further. So oh, I yeah. just wanted to share that little tidbit because I think it can be easy just to grab the quick thing, mm-hmm. but that can definitely add up and make your grocery bill more expensive. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So next thing, what of what you put into your body matters products. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if you're a woman, would you average what? I think it's a dozen products a day you put on your face. Yeah. It's like a dozen products. And with all those products, it's like over 160 different chemicals you're exposing yourself to. Oh my gosh. Like that, we need a billboard for that. Right? (laughs) Everywhere. that fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Products is so key. And this one, Caitlin and I, this is still a work in progress for us because Mm -hmm. you can't just literally throw everything in your house away and start fresh because A, that's expensive to like start from scratch and B, it is very overwhelming. Right. And so like we're taking this one at a time still even nearly two, two and a half years later, there's still some stuff we're working on replacing, but beauty products, I would say, and, um, household products are your big two categories Yeah, because that's stuff you're literally either putting on your body every day, like beauty products, or you're touching in some form every day or Mm -hmm. inhaling fumes. Um, you know, so every time you clean your counters in your kitchen or pour laundry detergent in your washing machine, I mean, that's all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so literally this stuff matters. And so finding, um, these products is, um, like key. And some people I've heard great success stories like, oh my gosh, I had terrible skin issues and boom, I switched to a clean laundry detergent and that wasn't a thing anymore. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it can be crazy, but the amount of chemicals and all that stuff, the biggest thing is that they're endocrine disruptors. Yeah. So really for anybody, but especially females, like that is wrecking your hormones. Yeah. And it was crazy. Like we asked these these girls when we were talking if anyone knew what an endocrine disruptor was mm-hmm. and none of them knew. Yeah. No. The entire room. And I was like, oh, OK, this is why we're here. Yeah, this is why we're here. Exactly. Yeah. Because this I mean, this starts even pre puberty for girls and even boys, too. Like mm-hmm. the, these things are endocrine disruptors for men as well. And um, yeah, so it's just like the amount of chemicals and the fact that I don't remember the exact number, but the U.S. doesn't, it only bans like a very, very small handful, even compared to like the EU and other places in the world, which is so sad. But um, it's very important and you don't, I mean, you might not think you're like, okay, well, lotion is lotion, but if it's got, you know, chemicals in it and then fragrance, artificial fragrance is a huge one, especially in beauty products. Oh my gosh. I mean, do you ever feel like, do you walk into a house or an office building or something and it smells so strongly of say like a air spray or a candle or whatever and you immediately get a headache? I hate that. Yes. And so that's why you get the headache is because all that chemicals and artificial fragrance is in the air and it's literally giving you headaches. Like it's not because the smell is quote unquote too strong. It's because you're breathing in chemicals that are bad for you. And so... There's a whole bunch of companies out there doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the best resource just to start is gonna the Just Ingredients um, face, I mean, Instagram page. Mm-hmm. She has a great, she breaks it down so simple. And yeah. she's literally comparing products side by side, stuff you know really well, like Febreze versus a non-toxic version of Febreze. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it really does matter. I mean, you might not think it does, but it is a huge difference. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So moving on to mental thoughts, like this is something that is a really powerful thing um, that we talk about. Um, You know, if you listen to um, our episode one and two where Abigail and I share our stories, you know, we both were 
grew up uh, Abigail in the equestrian world, me in performance with music. And with that, you know, we were in a lot of settings where we were consistently critiqued for the things that we were doing. Mm -hmm. And that can uh, basically create a foundation of just being really critical about everything that you're doing. And but the other side, there is positive from that as well. And so I don't want to completely say that that was a bad experience. But over time, like, it, you could, you can fall into a, um, a habit of thinking critical about yourself or mm-hmm. beating yourself up. Um, and yeah. the, the narrative in your head, um, can be really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for this, it's just taking a step back to think about how you're talking to yourself. Yep. Um, because why, while it might not seem like a big deal, like it, it can be really powerful. So the next time that you are saying, well, I failed at that, or I could have done that 10 times better or whatever it might be just to stop yourself and say, okay, no, I did do a good job. I showed up and I did the thing and I'm proud of myself. Yeah. Or I did something that was hard and scary and I didn't know how it was going to go and it wasn't perfect, but I did it. Yeah. You know, and exactly. so it's just trying to flip that narrative because we're always going to be our own worst enemy mm-hmm. um, and always be really hard on ourselves. So it's just doing whatever you can to just remind yourself to try to talk positively about yourself and all that you do. Yes. And I want to talk specifically, like you said, talk positively. I'm not the um, so Caitlin and I are different in this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Caitlin is a very positive person. She always sees the good in everything. That's just how her outlook is on life. And mm-hmm. I admire her for that. I have a hard time with that. I'm <laughs> a realist. I'm not a pessimist, but I'm a realist. Yeah. And so when someone's like, oh, the power of positive thinking, I'm like, well, that's just silly. Like that doesn't make any sense. And so I had to change that, even that narrative. Cause mm-hmm. to me, like quote, the power of positive thinking was just like a like a silly little marketing gimmick to me personally, mm-hmm. but the power of being kind to yourself and mm-hmm. giving yourself grace. And then, like you said, saying, you know what, this is the best I did today and that's okay. Right. And because some days the bet your best just might be, I woke up, I got dressed, I'm clean and I went to work or school right. and I just made it through my day. And then some days your best could be, I crushed this workout. I ran a marathon. I did this incredible project at work, like whatever. And that's just life. It's ebbs and flows. And so this, I think there's also this society thing where you just got to wake up and crush it every day. Yeah. And that's not real. That is not real (laughs) at all. And so, yeah, I think, you know, so if you're kind of listening to this going, well, like power positive thinking, that's silly. Well, think of it as just being kind to yourself and like, how would you talk to your best friend or a mm-hmm. loved one when they're having a bad day? Now right. talk to yourself the same way. Right. Yeah. And because and instead of like Caitlin mentioned, the self-critical negative talk. Yeah. Because it's, it does affect everything. Exactly. Yeah. And um, so with that, the next one um, under topic one is stress. <laughs> <laughs> Great topic. <laughs> Great topic. Um, so the world is just way, way too stressed in general. I mean, in all aspects of life, everyone's mm-hmm. stressed. And it's so sad because why are we living these lives of rushing and running and comparing and all this when yeah. you really don't have to, you right. know, like at all? Right. Um, and stress affects literally everything about your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it affects your health. It affects your emotional health, your mental health, your relationships, your work, your school. I mean, it it, it 
does all it does all of it. Yeah. Um, you can be doing all the things as far as eating and exercising and getting an adequate sleep and stuff. But if you're still stressed, like none of that almost matters, you right. know, like it's right. still going to overtake all that on your body. And so you've got to find a way to de-stress. And I know that's way easier said than done. Yeah, for sure. Way easier. So I'm not trying to paint a, a super bubbly picture here on that. But think of little ways you can de-stress yourself and find balance. So where you don't feel like you're so overwhelmed in everyday life. Right. Yeah. And I think a huge part of that too is that to me, managing stress um, and just your overall emotional mental health is doing things on a regular basis mm-hmm. as opposed to telling yourself you're too busy or have too much going on to like de-stress and then you reach a breaking point and then and then you, you crash. just and then you just manage it in that short period of time. Right. Right. Like you need to be doing things, whether that's daily, weekly, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, to you know, de-stress, decompress, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, and so like, I know you and I both love yoga. We mm-hmm. also, also love um, breath work. And so it's just whatever it might be, um, spending time outside just to yeah. try to carve out time for that um, on a regular period. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way it is built into your life and yeah. you're not it's part of your schedule. Yeah. And you're not getting to breaking points all the time. Cause exactly. that's, will be 10 times worse to manage, especially down the line. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I agree. Um, sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, we've talked about this before, but I think it's just the importance of sleep and how, um, you know, like, especially like 10 years ago, how I was sleeping oh. compared to now, like it college was, people do not sleep well. Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and you know, it's all seasons of life yeah. of like how well you can sleep and all that kind of stuff. But just remembering that it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think Dr. Ginsburg, when she was on the podcast, talked about the book, why you, why we sleep. Yeah. Um, and we will link that here too, because that's like a really, um, amazing book that is fascinating about sleep and all that stuff. So it's just reminding yourself to prioritize Mm -hmm. sleep. And, you know, the thing with all of this is that the more you can take care of yourself, the better you're going to show up Mm -hmm. as a friend, a spouse, coworker, all that stuff. And so that's why we're saying this is all important because we want you to live your best life. And so um, these are the things that really matter at the end of the day. Oh, for sure. 100%. Hi friends, I just want to take a quick moment and thank today's sponsor, Flash Marketing Solutions. Flash Marketing Solutions provides full service website and marketing solutions. They focus on your website so you can focus on your core business. I'll be honest with you friends. When we first started The Gutsy Truth, the idea of building a website sounded super fun, but quickly became a daunting task. But thanks to Flash Marketing Solutions, they got our website built, freeing up hours of our time to focus on the podcast. If you're ready to be gutsy and need a website for your business or blog or whatever you're hoping to do, we recommend Flash Marketing Solutions. Visit flashmarketingsolutions.com slash gutsy for more information. That's flashmarketingsolutions.com slash gutsy. And right now, all new website clients get the first year of hosting for free. Thank you so much, Flash Marketing Solutions. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. 
Visit thegutsytruth.com slash support to learn more. Number two. Yeah. On the five things I would tell mm-hmm. our younger self. Take life one step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> so one good. step at a time. Yeah. If you have the mentality of I need to sprint before I learn how to crawl, mm-hmm. you're just not going to get anywhere. Yeah. It's like the tortoise and the hare old nursery tale kind yeah. of a thing. Um, one step at a time. And that could be any, I mean, that is like, you can view that as like major life moments, taking Mm -hmm. it one step at a time, or that can literally just be everyday little tiny tasks. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Cause sometimes that mentality of, you know what, all I have to do is step one Mm -hmm. can help you get to step two and step three and step four. And then before you know it, you're at step a hundred and you're like, Oh look, I've accomplished things. That's great. Yeah. But if you think you have to go from step one to step a hundred, and you don't know what to do between two and 99, <laughs> like that's really hard to digest and really wrap your mind around that. Yeah. Um, and so we really try to advocate and always, cause like we said, we did not become gluten-free, dairy-free overnight. Mm-hmm. It was tiny steps we took over time right. to change our diets. And again, like we mentioned about products, it's little things, you know, like first is like, okay, I ran out of this crappy mascara and I'm going to buy better mascara, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm still using maybe toxic other stuff, but at least my mascara is good. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, and then you just build over time. And now here we are two and a half years later and it's like, okay, I think I'm down to like maybe some blush that's like left of the old stuff, you know, right. like, and then you look back, you're like, oh, well, I've accomplished a lot. Right. And, but it doesn't seem that overwhelming. Exactly. And you know, our big thing is that we believe change is easier when you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in the seasons of transitions and periods of growth and whatnot, like it can be like one of the things I know about myself is that I, <laughs> as silly as this is, I love to be able to predict the next step, Abigail's laughing at me because it's so true. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just one of the things that I like. That's when Caitlin I would not be a good meteorologist. Let me tell oh, you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> she would yeah. Like I like to be able to predict things because then I feel like I have more control of it. So I'm working on that. Um, I feel like I've gotten much better oh, uh, for sure. about mm-hmm. like feeling like I need to like know exactly what's going to come down the line. But like, we didn't know what we were doing when we started the gutsy truth and what it would evolve into. Like we didn't know how to run, do a podcast (laughs) or interview people or any of that. So it was just like, let's do one interview at a time, one guest at a time and see how it goes. Um, and I feel like that's been a common thread with the variety of different people that we've interviewed as well. Mm -hmm. It's just, um, just, yeah, just take it one step at a time because you yeah. don't need to figure it all out. And I'd rather take one tiny step in the mm-hmm. right direction than never take a step at all. Mm-hmm. And because exactly. there's, you're just going to stay where you are and who wants to just stay where they are for the rest of their life. Right. Yeah. And like, what's the old, like some old saying, it's like, if you want to run a marathon, you have to put on your shoes first. Yeah. Yeah. So like literally step one, put on shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> step two everything else right (laughs) like yeah right yeah Yeah. I think we just get to a point as we get older that like when we do things we need to like know exactly what we're going to be doing Mm -hmm. um and that doesn't need to be the case yeah because here we are 10 years into a professional career Mm -hmm. like post graduating college and we're just now figuring out kind of what we want to do with life exactly exactly (laughs) there's people who are the opposite that they go to school because they maybe they want to be a doctor and Mm -hmm. they go to you know, they go to undergrad, then they go to med school and they do all this training and all this stuff. And then they get into the real world of being a doctor. And for whatever reason, it is not what they want. Right. And then they're like, oh my gosh, but what am I supposed to do now? I've worked all this time to become a doctor. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Like, it's okay to say, 
I don't want to do this anymore. And guess what? Take it one step and figure out what you do want to do. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I feel like that is the perfect transition (laughs) to talk about our third point, which is it's okay to be a beginner. Amen. I love this. I (laughs) am constantly learning this lesson. Yes. (laughs) Yes. No, this is so important. I feel like especially after graduating college, like you enter the, the working world and I feel like you're you tell yourself you got to prove yourself. Uh-huh. Like I've completed this this degree. I have th- these qualifications. I've studied this. And mm-hmm. now let me prove to you that the, like I'm capable of doing this job. Right. 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 Um, I don't think we really give ourselves grace to be a beginner because mm-hmm. we want to just prove ourselves. Um, and so I think that's just a really important note of um, going into things and being okay to learn and basically just create that, that mindset of constantly wanting to learn because we're never going to know it all. There's so much out there in the world to, to learn um, and be an expert on. Um, But just to stay curious and to have a mindset of constantly learning, I think is a way to be more comfortable with the idea of being a beginner all the time. A hundred percent. Yeah. Cause then too, it almost gives you th- that permission to take a step back mm-hmm. and to take it one step at a time yeah. <laughs> and to like, look at the big picture too, and mm-hmm. not think, you know, cause I remember my very first job at a college, I felt like, I mean, it was, it was a remote job. Like I got to work from home before remote working was a thing <laughs> really. But I remember, I don't think I ever turned off like, because I was like, oh, well, I'm working from home. I don't really have set hours, even though I was like a 40 hour week salary person, mm-hmm. but I have to prove myself. So I'm just going to work constantly. Right. So if I got an email at two in the morning and I happened to wake up and read my emails, I was responding to that email at two in the morning. Right. Like all times a day. And then what ended up happening, I was such a worry wart about mm-hmm. like, what if somebody needs something from me right now and right. I'm not available, you know, like. I would get so guilty. Like I'd say like run to the grocery store at say like 10 a.m. or something or run a quick errand and come home. And I'd have like three emails and I'd panic. I should yeah. not. I shouldn't have gone. I should have stayed here and done this. Yeah. Because you're just trying to prove yourself so much. But at the end of the day, like you have to just learn. And that's not just the job itself, but I think it's part of the professional world and working world is you got to learn like your own boundaries. Yeah. And th- and again, that's being a beginner. You've got to right. figure all that out right. at, at the t- at at that time and be comfortable with it. Yeah. Again, way easier said than done. And kind of thinking on the reverse side of like when you're getting out of college and trying to prove yourself, like now, like on the flip side of if you're a leader, Mm -hmm. like I don't want the people I'm leading to like have to feel like they're constantly having to prove themselves to me. I want them to show up as their authentic self and show me their um, shitty first draft, yeah, um, yeah, for which sure. I'm stealing from Brene Brown, but like she talks about that a lot of <laughs> yeah. like turning your shitty first draft and let's celebrate it. Like yeah. we're not expecting perfection, no. And so I think that's been an interesting transition for me for sure. uh, from wanting to prove myself and all that I do and not being comfortable being a beginner right. to now leading people and being like, no, like, yeah. what are you doing over here? Like, yeah. let's just, let's be real. Let's, let's work on this together. Like I'm right. not expecting perfection. I'm expecting you to want to grow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this, this is a challenge for leaders to mm-hmm. have that mindset. Yes. Oh, hundred percent. Because like on one hand, like I think people coming right out of college, you know, like you said, have that mindset of, I have to prove, I have to prove. But I do believe there was a, I think it's, I think it's starting to change mm-hmm. a little bit, but I remember getting out of college. I didn't have leadership yeah. 
that like I I it all came across to me is like this has to be perfect right. or basically perfect. Right. I mean, you might get one round of tiny edits, right? Kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. I think the um a lot of companies are trying to have like, and I think that's a positive side of what's come out of COVID with more remote work and wellness and mental health and all that stuff is that there is trying to be more of a balance of that. Mm -hmm. But I, I, but I, I a hundred percent agree that leadership is going to be dependent on where you are. You're not going to always have that type of leadership, but maybe that's an important thing to, to look for Mm -hmm. when you're looking for jobs or a career is people that are going to, want to nurture you Mm -hmm. and support you and not just like expect like demand things of you sure you're not a robot you're human you're gonna make mistakes like you're not an automated robot machine that makes perfect widgets every single time right yeah so and then you're dealing with other people too so like you know we're all human we all make mistakes and have opinions and change our minds at the last minute and that's okay yeah yeah let's let's be beginners let's fail and fail fast and celebrate our failures Mm -hmm. so that way we can can grow. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Which again, leads into the next one perfectly. Um, so number four, throw the dart. Yes. I love this one. Yes. <laughs> this is, um, a phrase Caitlin, I've been really trying to adopt, um, the probably past like few months or so. Yeah. It's been one of my, basically my mantra for 2023. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so it's just, just just do it. Right. Not to steal Nike's words, but yeah. just do it. Just figure it out. Just try it. Jump in feet first. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not like we're like, be a beginner. It's okay to be a beginner. But they're like, just do it. No. But like, I think the mindset of like, don't be afraid to not know, but also don't be afraid to just jump in and figure it out as you go. Exactly. Because if you spend all your time trying to learn it and perfect it, you're going to miss out on the fun. Yeah. And I, I, this was, I mean, this is me to a nutshell. I'm a, an observer and that's how I learn as I'm a major observer because mm-hmm. I want to do it perfectly from day one or mm-hmm. try one. That's uh, I'm a recovering perfectionist. Bear with me. But I remember, remember being like six years old and I got put in swim le- or swim, like the neighborhood swim team for mm-hmm. our summer swim club. My older brother and my older cousins were already in it. And so I'd gone to swim meets, watched them swim. Like I knew how to swim, but this was like competitive swimming. Right. Yeah. And so I went to my first swim practice and I sat on the steps in the shallow end and just watched. Hmm. Went to my second swim practice. I did the same thing. Went to my third one. I did the same thing. And the coaches were like, come on, just go in and try and blah, blah, blah. And finally, like day four, my dad comes up and he's like, I'm just going to throw you in there and you have to start swimming because, or we're going home. You're never doing this again. And I'm like, well, watch this dad. And I just start swimming. Like I just do, you know, it was like freestyle or whatever. I just do the stroke perfectly because I observed. But then that also is like a, like how I apply that to my life has made me miss out on opportunities yeah. because I'm too worried about observing and making it perfect. Yeah. That I don't just jump in and try it and right. have fun with it too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just about, um, like going for it and figuring out, um, figuring out what you don't like. Cause if you never try something, you're never going to know what you enjoy and don't enjoy. And sometimes figuring out what you don't like can be more valuable than figuring out what you like to do um because like especially job hunting figuring out what career you want to do all of that Mm -hmm. um even with us like navigating like what we want to do with the gutsy truth like there's a lot that we know we definitely don't want to do yeah because it doesn't bring us joy or doesn't align with our our mission as the gutsy truth or doesn't align with our core values or any of that and so taking time to um yeah, figure out what you like and what you don't like, I think is really, really important because, um, 
yeah, you, you, you need that to kind of give you the, the guardrails to keep moving forward. Oh, agreed. And applying that. So if you're in college listening to this, applying what we're saying to this time of your life, join a random club, Mm -hmm. take a random elective, try a random program, whatever, try a new exercise, like a workout class, you know, like just do something super random like once a semester yeah, and see what you like. Who knows? You might really like fencing. <laughs> like I had, <laughs> I had friends in college that took fencing as their like, like their yeah. PE, whatever it was called in college, the equivalent of PE yeah. elective. And they're like, it was way cool. Now they don't want to be like Olympic fencing people, but they're like, it was really random. I never would have tried that anytime else. Exactly. You know, so you just never know what cool it, it, at minimum it might just be a, like a cool short time experience or you might make a new friend out of it or it might be a new hobby you've now created or it might be a completely new life that you're putting your path on exactly mm-hmm. yeah that's great yeah um and so our last point is pretty obvious yeah. it's be gutsy the thing that we talk about all the time um so um you know, to us being gutsy is showing courage determination and spirit and i think that is just about really the combination of everything we talked about before. It's just going out there and doing things, making things happen. Um, I think advocating for yourself is mm. a huge part of that. Yes. Um, because I know I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't decided to be gutsy and advocate for myself and um, ex- like just want more out of life, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's just a really important thing as well um, is just to show up being gutsy and because the world needs you and you're yeah. the world, you are only the only person who's going to be able to contribute your skills, your value, your vision, um, your expertise and um, the world just waiting for you to do it. And so stop holding yourself back from it and just um, be gutsy. Oh yeah. I mean that, I don't think I really have much to add to that because that's perfectly said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, it's think about this in all aspects of your life, you know, I don't want you to sit here and think and listen to us and think so big picture, mm-hmm. you know, you can be gutsy and telling uh, your roommate, Hey, I don't appreciate when you do X, Y, and Z, or, Hey, I think it's time you kind of pick up your end of like, this is our place. Let's clean it together or whatever. Yeah. Like it could be the littlest thing of that. Right. Or it could be the biggest thing of advocating for a pay raise or better benefits right. at your new job. Um, yeah, it could be a million different aspects. So don't think of it as such a big picture thing yeah. or a major life moment. Like you said, it could be the smallest of things too. Yeah. And kind of going back to what you were saying earlier about like, how would you talk to your best friend as opposed to talking to yourself? Oh yeah. Like I think being gutsy is like cheering your best friend on to do something scary and exciting that they're nervous about, but also like, but but turning around to yourself. Yeah. Um, because again, just how like you're going to be your own worst critic and hold yourself back and get in the way the majority of the time compared to anyone else. And so I think that's another great way to think about this is like, Cause you do it for me all the time. It's like, Caitlin, <laughs> what's your problem? Go do this. It's going to be fine. And yep. I'm like, well, I don't know about this and I'm nervous about this. And what if they say this? And it's like, no. Yeah. Um, so just, yeah. Being the best friend for yourself as yeah. well. And just giving yourself a good kick in the pants. I love that. Um, so my daughter Lily said this to me last night. Um, she actually said it to the horses, which was even funnier, but <laughs> she said, be a buddy, not a bully. Be a buddy, not a, look at you. I know. That's 
so and I was, good. She said it. Number one, I died laughing because she was talking to the horses. You yeah. were like picking on each other. I'm like, this is hilarious. But I was like, where'd you learn that? She said, oh, at school. And I was like, that is incredible. I was like, number one, yay school for teaching them that. Yeah. Like, that's a great. And I was like, that is such a great. And so like, as you were saying that, like, be your own cheerleader. Yeah. Be your own buddy. Don't be your own bully. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. So be your, <laughs> be your buddy. Don't be your bully. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. And cheer for yourself and advocate for yourself and give yourself grace and give yourself time to rest. Mm -hmm. And remember, you're going to have moments of life where you are like full speed ahead. And that's great. You'll have the mental and physical energy to do so. And you're loving life and you're moving forward. Some days you just need to get through the basics of life and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay. And that's what I just want people to know that it's not all what you see in movies and what you think it should be coming out of college of, I have to go tackle the world because I've been there. I remember when I turned 30 and I was like, what have I done with my life? I feel Mm -hmm. like I've done absolutely nothing. And it was not fun for me. Mm -hmm. And it was like my husband and my parents and Caitlin are like, look at what you have done. Like, you know, and people, you just think, Oh, I have to be this super successful person with the fancy house and the cars and doing all this cool stuff or like involved in these incredible charities, changing the world and all this. But sometimes success is like, I've built a family and we have our own little slice of heaven in our house. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're involved in this community organization that we love Mm -hmm. or, you know, once a week or once a month, we volunteer at the food pantry and that's our giving back. You know, it just could be like the littlest of things. Yeah. It doesn't, you, you do not have to go conquer the world yeah. in a day or really in a lifetime. Conquer your own world and what that looks for you. Exactly. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So to reiterate, so the five things we would tell ourselves mm-hmm. if, um, talking to our younger selves, I should say. Is hey, number some, we need this advice to ourselves most of the time. I know. Too. <laughs> talking to myself right now. Um, so number one, what you put into your body matters. Mm-hmm. Number two, take life one step at a time. Number three, it's completely okay to be a beginner at anything. Number four, throw the dart. And number five, be gutsy. Love it. Love it. Remember, be your buddy, not your bully. So good. (laughs) Yeah. So whether this is something that you needed to hear today or you know someone in your life, maybe that's graduating from high school or from college or having some big transition in life. Um, We were just reflecting on this part of the year. There's so many graduations going on right now and, you know, people starting new jobs and all that. And so we just felt like this was the encouragement and support that, um, that you or maybe someone in your life needed to hear. So we hope you'll share this with them because we honestly just want um, people to know that they're not alone and that through any transition um, it's easier when you've got someone by your side to do that and so that's what we're here to do is just be your cheerleader um, and help you through those transitional moments so go and just enjoy life be gutsy be gutsy Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. We are so thankful to have you here with us, and we hope today's episode was helpful and inspiring. Until next time, we encourage you to learn more at thegutsytruth.com, and we'd really appreciate it if you left a review on today's episode on your podcast streaming platform of choice. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com support to learn more. And until next time, that's the gutsy truth. <laughs>